This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You're listening to the award-winning podcast, The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Featuring business leaders to help you navigate a constantly changing marketplace. Want to become known as a trusted authority while building a thriving business you love? The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will show you how. Here's your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show brought to you by the InfluenceAlliance.com, which is the membership program for coaches and consultants who want to build a profitable and scalable business while grow and launch a podcast that brings their message out in a much bigger way in the world. And I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, my guest today says you're fatigued. Your clients are fatigued and we need to solve both of those problems at the same time to be at the top of our game. Now, joining me on today's show is Sally A. Curtis. Now, Sally, she is a content repurposing whiz, specifically for speakers and authors and coaches, turning their existing content into new profits, like a book into two years worth of social media content. Now, Sally has over 20 years of experience in sales and business development, as well as marketing across a variety of industries, including grocery, media, cosmetics, personal development events, as well as franchising. Now, on today's show, Sally is going to share how to amplify and leverage your visibility, your credibility, and profitability. She'll share three steps to turn books, blogs, articles into two years worth of social media posts with ease. I know that I have just heard a collective sigh of relief from people all over the world. She's also going to share how to save time how to and create new profits, insights on how simple it is to turn existing content into new profits and products. Seriously, if you're struggling with developing and repurposing content, today is a show for you. She's also going to talk about how to gain speed to market with a consistent message that elevates your brand and uh, equity, knowing the opportunities are a daily occurrence, often hidden in plain sight. Simple systems will help you leverage them. She's going to talk all about that on today's show. Welcome, Sally. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to join you and your audience today. Thank you. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure because what you're talking about today, and I'm sure this is something that you hear over and over again with your clients and entrepreneurs as businesses, content, I know that I should be making or creating more content. I think it's the bane of every single uh, entrepreneur. And you say, though, we have got content and years worth of content probably sitting on our computers right now that is not being leveraged, right? Yeah, absolutely. If I sit here in my office and I challenge everybody that's sitting in their office or wherever they are, if they look forward, I've got cupboards and I know I've got files and folders and journals in that cupboard. Behind me, I've got a drawer that's got lots of little USBs in it that, you know, I've stored stuff 
in that just in case well it's that just in case insight that you had all those years ago it, which is where the gold is sitting on those usbs so we are surrounded by it let alone what we wrote or created yesterday we're yes. surrounded by content and I think what you're talking about, and I mentioned that introduction, not just any content, but content that is consistent on brand for you that continues to really build an audience of your ideal clients. So let's talk about then how to amplify and leverage visibility, credibility and profitability, because ultimately the content that we create there, you're saying this is going to build um, not just your reach, but with your ideal client who eventually, if you're doing the right things, will reach out and want to find out how to work with you turning that content into uh, books, blogs and articles and two years worth of content. What are some things that we're not doing that we should be? Well, I think the first thing is, a, as we said in the introduction, we're fatigued and our clients are fatigued as well. So what I mean by that is we've got uh, – We've got so fatigued because there is so much content out there as consumers, but there's so much content that we create. So we're both feeling content fatigue in different ways. So the first thing for us is we can actually repurpose some of our content that is really good that our audience is loved into smaller bite-sized chunks that our consumers can consume even on their worst day. So if you've written a piece of content that your audience has loved, you've had great comments on it, you've had great feedback, that really is a pillar piece or a foundational piece of content. It's often in long form, it's often an article or a blog, but we can take those individual insights out of those blogs or articles and turn them into graphic uh, bite-sized chunks. Mm. Now I say that, you know, the consumer consumers consumes it even on their worst day is because we're all super busy at the moment we've all got stuff going on you know we'll have the whole day planned and something will happen and um, someone will be home or whatever and we you know plans go out the window in an instant it's in those moments that you still want to be able to serve your community but also have your community stay connected with you and if you've got little bite-sized chunks that give them forward movement even without you um, so they can consume it on that daily basis they're going to remain connected and engaged to you and you're going to remain their go-to person, which is where the visibility and credibility comes in. You're making it easy to remain connected because you're helping them continually on their journey with those educational, inspirational, entertaining pieces of content. Yeah. And so often, as you say, we're looking at creating new content, whereas uh, you, you may have a book. And if you go through that book, there are lots of different snippets, different golden nuggets, which may be one or two sentences, sometimes even a phrase, isn't it? That if yeah. created a beautiful graphic um, can really continue to add value to people on their, their buyer's journey, if you will, or on whatever struggle um, that they're struggling with. What are the three steps then to consider? Because I know that it's easy for us to say, well, just take it. But for some people, it's like, well, how do we do that, Sally? What What are the steps that you recommend? Um, it's going to sound a bit weird, um, but I'm going to uh, say it this way. And it is, instead of it being creating a practical process we're going to create an intuitive process because what I find is when we start to think too um, practically we lose our inspired state 
So let, so just to phrase it. So when you pick up your book for the very first time, I always suggest, and I've got my book here, I always suggest open the to the contents page first. And the very, very first step is to scan it intuitively, not, not read every word, scan it and see what um, chapters or words jump off the page at you and highlight those. Then from those chapters that have jumped off the page for you, you know, there's no, no, no rhyme or reason here. It's just what's jumped off the page. Then go to those chapters first and do the same thing. Scan through it and see what jumps out at you from a phrase, a teachable moment, a little story, and start in that, in scanning intuitively, uh, intuitive manner. Then when you got, when you scan in that way, you can extract those gold nuggets and then you create it into something. Mm -hmm. But when you're doing it from that inspired state, you're, you are more in flow. When you grab your book and you go, I'm just going to go through the book methodically. I'm going to go chapter one, chapter two, chapter three. You're not in that inspired state and it becomes work-like feeling again. Mm -hmm. So when you operate in that inspired state and you just go to the chapters that resonate with you or jump off the page, being in that flow, you start to understand the process, which means you're teaching yourself the habit and the formula. When you've got the habit and the formula, you can then be more methodical. But I don't find most people can start methodically. They have to start intuitively. Yeah. What I love about that, and when we've, we've had some guests on the show before talking about intuition, we've all had those moments where we've thought of something intuitively and then our logical mind goes, nah, and then you don't do that. And then later on that ends up biting you, doesn't it? Or comes back and you, I knew I should have done that. So doing this intuitively can often highlight the snippets that's going to make the most impact to our audience. And exactly. people need it. I mean, how often have, you, you know, people who are doing this, someone's connected with them and said, that post, that graphic that showed up on my feed at just the right time, thank you for that because it completely shifted my thinking and rather than completely getting, you know, stuck that day, I was able to shift through that. That's the kind of feedback you get when you create content like that, isn't it? Absolutely. And and being in that place, you're coming from a different level of service. You're in flow. You're not feeling the fatigue. You feel excited about the content that you're creating versus many people that create content and they get content cringe. It's like, you know, I'm just getting stuff out there. Um, but when you're in that inspired state, you, you, you come from a different level of service and it's those gold nuggets that you've forgotten about that are usually the throwaway line at the end of a sentence or a paragraph or more of a paragraph. And that's the, that's the statement, the, uh, the phrase that actually gives that person the inspiration to have that forward movement, which is why we get great feedback. Yeah, love that. And, you know, when we're in that state, it's amazing how other things come from that. It's like mind mapping, isn't it? When you let go and you have one thought and then you follow and you do a branch and then a branch off the branch and a branch off the branch of the branch, all of a sudden you've got all of these different topics from that one topic that right. or idea that you put down and that's the kind of, uh, I guess, mindset, that's the space that you want to really start this from. Now we're yeah. going to talk about, we're switching that 
that around a little bit because we've had a piece of content, a, a pillar content that is already there, such as the book or a, a blog or an article. But now we're going to switch um, gears, if you will, and talk about how to save time to create and create new products and profits. So some simple steps on how to turn existing content into new profits and even products. What are some things we need to be mindful of here? And um, my favourites are the uh, are the crumpled up pieces of paper where you've had an intuitive inspired state or someone said something and you've just jotted some stuff down and you've got written words. Generally when we, and mind maps are absolutely fantastic place to start, when we're in that jotting down space and we've just written some stuff uh, or some steps down, there is often exactly that. There's actually steps to it. So I would look at anything where you've started to map out a program, a product, content, a, tra a training, or you've had some insights around that there's steps to something, mm. that's the first best place to start with something you've already created. You might need to fill in some gaps. But those one-pager sheets, those checklists, those mind maps create really great mini courses because you've got the content chunk or the topic chunk and there's probably three little insights that you you've got either written down or you know off the top of your head because you just know that stuff it's those things that can be turned into little videos that where you can instantly productize a main theme or thought into a video training program that can be a lead magnet or um, you know a, a value add of some form it's those again they're, they're hidden in plain sight they surround us um, but they are a very very quick way to turn um, you know content uh, sheets of paper, paper that have got steps on them into content that really really serve the audience as well. Something else that um, I have heard others talk about, and I know that this has been right for me too, it's those articles, those sheets of paper have become different blog posts that we've shared over the months and, and possibly even years, that when we look at compiling them into a specific framework, they can make a fantastic book. And as you say, a program. So many people who are thinking that they want to be, you know, authors, the information's already there. You've got just got to take some time to put those together and to take that thought leadership, put it into a sequence that really can become the step-by-step to take yeah. clients from, you know, where they're stuck to, to where they're really achieving all of those goals. It's amazing as businesses how much we forget. And we, we talk often about money that we're leaving on the table, which ultimately this contributes to, doesn't it? A lot yeah. of content that is not really being leveraged in the right way to continue to position, as you said, the credibility, the visibility, and ultimately the the profitability. What about gaining speed to market? Let's talk about this. I mean, everything relates to one another that you've spoken about today, but this consistent message, I think uh, people don't really, well, they talk about the benefit of it, but often the message that they continue to share is quite disjointed. There's no cohesion there. There's no consistency. So they're not able to elevate their brand equity. Talk a little bit about that so that maybe there are some things to be mindful of, some things, yeah. you know, common things that you see people doing, which isn't really helping to build that brand equity. 
I think it all starts with a plan and we've all heard that before and I was actually just talking to a lady prior to coming on who was looking at doing a podcast and she's and turning that podcast into a book so she had that as as a plan but she sort of said you know do, how do I do that I don't like doing rework so she was a kindred spirit because I hate rework myself um, and I don't want to be confused and overwhelmed at the end so my advice is to start with a simple system first so in her case because she was totally brand new it's you know what is the theme or the overall big word that your podcast is going to be so in in my case my big word would be growth for example and then so my big words around growth how do I help people grow or amplify then you've got your big word which is the main thing of the focus and then underneath that you've got your between four and seven topics however many topics that needs to be so in my case it's content and content repurposing LinkedIn and LinkedIn strategy events um, and then um, other other ways to amplify and re repurpose and productize so they're the topics so by thinking with that big picture in mind and the topics underneath it helps you um, plan but it also helps you sort so when I was talking to that lady we uh, the last lady we were talked through about what her big word was and what the topics would be underneath and then as it related to turning that podcast into a book she's uh, we talked about you know then that gave her the framework as to which guests to bring on what questions to ask them uh, and, and and to formulate that so it was for her it was an easy way of I've got this topic I want sorry this big word I've got this topic Topic. this guest is going to be perfect for that topic what I can do is ask them some relevant questions that will help give the audience forward movement and then I can provide my insight to it the client the guests insight and then I can do a recap and that creates a nice system again for a potential uh, book for a ghostwriter etc to pull that book uh, together which was all created from a podcast so for me it's simple systems and a little bit of thought in advance so you don't have to do a whole lot of rework and you avoid the chaos the confusion and the overwhelm at the end which gives you speed to market because you started with a plan and then with that plan it actually then helps you create templates for those pages for the for those podcasts for the tiles and the graphics that you're going to create because you've got that overall arching um, plan it helps you temperatalize uh, different elements along the way which really speeds up your, uh, your activity to market yeah what I love about that is it re really reinforces something that I often talk about too and and what you've just said is really you need to start with the end in mind I think as business owners often if we're finding that we're not cutting through the noise our content really isn't making the impact we're not really being seen and building that brand equity around well uh, you are so you you are seen as this particular person you're an expertise specialist in that area is because our content is too broad yes. uh, watered down and i think often it goes back to the fact that we don't we haven't set that main goal in the case of this person you just spoke to she didn't have a main goal of the topic of the area of that theme if you will and i think as business owners we often forget that that's so important because every single whilst we might have subtopics every single thing that we talk about that we share whether it be graphics audio video articles all relate some way 
to that end goal. And we need to do that consistently, day yeah. in, week, month, years, don't we, often to really build that reputation. And I think too with that, it's um, everybody gets really bogged down in the whole planning thing. Um, and that's why I've gone big word, key topics, and they're literally just words, but it helps keep, keep the focus. Um, and it just makes that planning process easier because it gives you a, it's almost like a North Star, but a very simplized, uh, simple North Star. Because I find, and if I look back reflectively over the last 15, you know, 15 or 20 years. I remember in the early days as I was, you know, as we all do evolving and deciding what we're going to be when we grow up, I was always asked, oh, hi, Sally, so great to see you. What are you doing now? Because they didn't know what I was doing because it was always different. The message wasn't consistent. But if I look back on that now, my, my whole life has been about growth and amplification. It's just that the messaging was never clear around that. And I was uh, the evolutions uh, have led me to being that more consistently in an, and in a very specific way. Um, but until you land on what that is, you do tend to, you know, do this and jump and rabbit, rabbit hop everywhere and everyone goes, well, you know, what are you doing now? If you get that. I think I, I could wear that label too. It's a, what are you doing today? And I've, I won't even mention, I, I spoke to someone yesterday who said the same thing to me. I'm all over the place. I said, I totally get you because I think that's as entrepreneurs, exciting new ideas. And we're learning all the time and we, we love that. But that's right. You need to capture it through the lens of that one idea. Now, that one idea may have, um, I call it an umbrella statement, so that it has a number of benefits, but it very much is directed on a specific outcome, promise Correct. of expectation, promise of, of value that you share to clients. And once you capture that, all of the content, no matter what you're doing, I think continues to, to build that brand, but it's getting clear on that first. Something else that I know that entrepreneurs often struggle, or maybe it's just me, we love those creativity projects. It's the follow through and the, the continual doing of, of that. So speak a little bit about some of the things that you do. And I know that this is this kind of services that you support clients in too, so that if people are listening to you selling thinking, yeah, that sounds really good, but we can't do that. Well, guess what? She's got a solution for you. But this is the kind of thing that you want to have in place, either with a team, or get someone like Sally and her team to support you. You've created the content and often we go, yep, I'm going to start publishing that and then all of a sudden we've got all of these great assets but not getting published. It requires that consistency. Can you talk a little bit about then we've got that content, what do we do with it? Yeah, so if we start back again at the, you know, scan it, uh, extract the gold nuggets and then create it into something. And again, if we start, what's the creation plan for us? And that comes back to, you know, how do your audience like to consume you most and where do they consume you most? And then it's about creating those templates in that style for your audience. So for me, we do lots and lots of stuff on Canva for clients. So we create lots of visual graphics. We'll turn the long form copy into uh, visual graphics and visual uh, videos. And we can do the podcast snippets as well. But it's a knowing 
knowing your audience intimately enough to go, yes, my audience is visual. Yes, they're on most of the platforms. They like to be able to see it and read it really quickly or they want to be able to listen to it and creating a template. So we create templates uh, on Canva for our clients that are um, that are there based on their pillar pieces and help them become that recognisable brand. So again, starting with the end in mind, how does my audience like to consume it? Then looking at creating that type of content, a system around creating that type of content and um, bringing that to life. Then when you've brought that to life, you'll then realise that, oh, I can actually, you know, if I turn that into a, an audio version, I might pick up some more clients in it or at new markets in a different way. So always start with, you know, how, how do I find it easy to create? So starting with you in mind first as well, but also how does my audience like to consume it and where do they consume it? So for mine, my audience is visual, they're fast paced, they don't have a lot of time, they want to be able to literally glance it in 30 seconds and move on. So I do lots of short snippets. And, and that's I'm important saying, to know, isn't it? it and and sometimes um, as entrepreneurs, we think, businesses, we think, yeah, I don't know how, ask, ask, you know, your community will share that with you. But one of the things that I want to highlight this is so often, because I remember having a conversation years ago with one of my colleagues who found it very difficult to write. And he was asked to write an article for a publication of our industry. We were in the career industry at that time. And he stared at a blank page for I don't know how long, even tried to, you know, write something. But then what was suggested, because he can talk to say, record it first, then get it transcribed and then from there it's a lot easier to edit something than it is to create from scratch. And I share that because someone may be listening to you today, Sally, and saying, yeah, but Sally, I find it really difficult to create right to begin with to even yeah. get to the point where I can create um, the graphics. Can you speak then? Can you maybe record? I mean, how often are we being recorded by an interview podcast or maybe yeah. – have a colleague interview you, get some, you know, questions together that you would then answer that you can then transcribe and then create into the snippets. There's a, there's a way, there's always a way, isn't there, to yeah. help you get that content even created if someone is even stuck thinking we haven't even got to the point where we're even creating content on a consistent basis. And that person that you just described is me. I do not write. I do not enjoy writing, but I'm quite happy to speak. Yeah. So for me, uh, when I was, when somebody said exactly what you said then, you know, why don't you record it and transcribe it? Because I can always finish something, but I find it very difficult to start something. So again, if you come back to, you know, for the next three months, what uh, what do I want to talk about for the next three months? Okay, what would my topics be uh, for each of those months or what would those topics be for each of the weeks? Think of a compelling statement or, you know, for those that are bossy like me, what would you really like to tell people that they're really, being really dumb about? You know, all of those things that you'd like to be a bit bossy about or you wish people knew or whatever those things, write those compelling statements down or those, you know, rants that you've got and just have those on a list and then just record them yeah. and then get them transcribed. There's your content. There is absolutely a content um, because if I go back eight years ago when somebody said to me, Sally, you've got enough content for six books and I thought they were nuts. Yeah. Um, I know now but because I accepted the challenge because it was thrown at my feet that I was able to turn a 45-minute presentation where I was speaking in a training manual into a 100-page book. Wow. 
Yes. We have it. It's, it's possible. You just need to know and honour and trust that those opportunities are there and then just find the right people around you. Get yourself started and then find the right people to help you if you need it. And I love that um, what you started off with around if someone does have existing content to use that and to go from a state of being curious, intuitive, because so often I think that because we assume that the way to create content from scratch is to be a certain way, that's actually blocking your creative flow. And if you rather create through um, speaking, do that. You might write down some key points, of course, to keep yourself um you know, on track. But once you start, I think that's when, and, and and also too, I think also we don't talk about this often is what environment are you in and is it inhibiting your ability to be creative or is it empowering you? Is it, you know, encouraging that creativity? Environment can be huge too, can't it, in supporting or maybe not supporting you? Yeah, very much so. So I've got an app on my phone that I can um, I can push the button and it records and I can go blah, 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 rant, 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 and then it, it emails it across to me because the minute I stop, even though I like writing little jot it notes on post-it notes, the minute I pick up a pen and go to write, it's, you know, 50% of the time it's literally going to run off somewhere. But if I can record it as I'm doing it and on the march because I'm always fast-paced and I'm moving, if I can record it on my phone, I know it's captured. And that level of I know it's captured is reduces the fatigue because you're not going, I must remember that, I must remember that, I must remember that. And the minute you've said it five times, you've forgotten it. Yeah. Um, capture it you may not use it today you may not use it tomorrow but at some point you rediscover it and it'll be the right time the right place and magic will happen with it capture it so true so true well i know that we have only just scratched the surface sally and it's just information if someone is not putting it into action and i know that this is an area that you support them in getting set up when you i think you even have a team that does a lot of this for them so share a little bit more about what you do and how you can support people and your team support people as well as then what is the best way that they can connect with you yeah, absolutely. So we uh, do specialise in content repurposing specifically for those coaches, consultants, and speakers, etc. So if you've written books uh, or you've written articles or you've got training manuals, keynote presentations, etc., and you're going, I don't want to create any more content, or you're actually planning that overseas trip that you're wanting to go on and you want somebody to create some content for you that you can pre-schedule in advance, then that's where we specialise. We specialise in supporting you in creating that um, that library of reusable brand assets. Um, the great, best thing is we don't like to keep clients hostage, so we create that in your Canva account, which means you can repurpose our repurposing. But we help you to set up some of those brand pillar recognizable elements for you will help you um, understand how to go through the extraction process we can do that for you and um, then if you've got team members and you've got a team that uh, can do that for you as well we can also teach them in there as well so not only do we do the what i would classify as the lead generating elements which are the you know keeping you visible and building your credibility if you're needing help to support the back end of after client delivery or service and you're needing to create some more productized elements so some nurturing sequence and lead magnets and those sorts of things we can also help with that but everything we do is about um, helping shine the light on your inner genius and how you can actually help your clients 
Yeah. We often forget about um, that, I think, as business owners. We we are assuming that marketing and content creation and all of the the, the pieces, if you will, that's going to support um, our ideal clients actually are just as important, if not more important, for what you do when someone becomes a client. And yeah. that content doesn't just stop at the front door when someone's come in, you know, knocked on the door, walked into your home. Um, now they are part of the family, so to speak, part of your community, you can continue to share um, content and those assets and so forth. And to keep it on brand, you Correct. know, keep it on brand, that's just as important too, isn't it? If you're using those sorts of colours, you want to make sure that that's consistent throughout what you're doing. Um, and all of that may seem so simple, but it's often the most simplest of things that make the greatest of impact because it's consistent over time, you know, that constancy as well that consistency over time is what makes the, the the biggest impact overall. And what's a great way to connect again, just share URL. We're streaming live so people can connect with you, whatever platform that we're in. But for those that are listening to the audio version, do you just want to repeat that, please? Yeah, absolutely. So the best way to find me is know that my name and where I am on social media is Sally A. Curtis. Um, that helps to narrow down the field. So you can find me on Facebook under Sally A. Curtis, definitely on LinkedIn under Sally A. Curtis. And my website is sallyacurtis.biz, B-I-Z. Terrific. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Sally. This is so important because there is a lot more content on the, the internet. I think LinkedIn and Edelman, they do an incredible B2B leadership, um, thought leadership report uh, every year. And one of the things that came from their 2021 survey was that key decision makers, C-suite level um, executives are spending more uh, over an hour more than they did looking online, researching for thought leadership content not just any old content, but, you know, the, the, the content that is uh, definitely going to have them transform their thinking, their understanding, challenges, status quo, those sorts of things. However, you know, they also confirmed that less than half of that content was any good, which means all of the other content wasn't. So we want to make sure that we're just not creating any old content and slapping it out online. That's just not going to cut through the noise and it's certainly not going to capture the attention of decision makers that we eventually want to work with. So very Absolutely. important. Yeah. So okay. contact Sally if this is something that you're struggling with because she will certainly support you in that area. Thanks once again, Sally, for coming on the show. My absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. This podcast is brought to you by TheInfluenceAlliance.com. Want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love? Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.TheInfluenceAlliance.com forward slash podcast series. That's TheInfluenceAlliance.com forward slash podcast series. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.